This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about something that came up in our Bible study um, at home a few days ago. We were studying in the book of Matthew, and it starts with the genealogies. So that's what we were reading, was the genealogies. All the names, right? So we're reading through all of the names. And it struck us that there were only four women mentioned in the genealogies at all. So, out of that whole list of people, four women. And we know the stories, the background behind each of them. We actually know something more about them. Whereas, you know, a lot of names in the genealogies... You don't know who these people are. You don't really have the background knowledge. But um, we're going to talk about two of those four women today in our podcast. Um, The first was Rahab. So she is listed in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 5. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begat Obed of of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. Yeah. (laughs) As when you read genealogies, you often struggle with pronunciations, so that's always fun. Don't blame it on the names. You know you've been struggling today. (laughs) I cannot talk today, so, you know, just bear with me as we go through this. Um, but we thought it was interesting that of all the women that, you know, obviously were included in each of these families, those were chosen to be listed. Um, it's kind of cool because can you imagine if your name were listed, you know, like we think it's kind of fun when you get a shout out in another podcast or whatever. I mean, that is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Well, these ladies were included in this list that it was the genealogy of Christ. So... Let's dig into that just a little bit more. So, Rahab, who was she? She was a harlot. She was a harlot. She was not a Jew either. That's right. She was a Canaanite woman. There we go. Back in the book of Judge... Nope. Joshua. We read about her. (laughs) Sorry, I really am struggling. It's okay, guys. We're going to get through this. We are. Great. So, Joshua was leading the children of Israel into the promised land, right? But they had to go in and they had to take it by force. And so Jericho was, the like, they were ready to take Jericho. They sent in spies, and these spies needed somewhere to hide. So they go into the house of Rahab, who was a harlot. And when, she, when they get in here, they come to, they're looking for them. They know that the spies are in the city. And Rahab hides them. And when she takes them up onto the roof to hide them, we're going to read a few verses here um, in Joshua chapter 2. And starting in verse um, 8, it says, And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when ye came out of Egypt, and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed, And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God of heaven above and in earth beneath. Now therefore I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token, and that you will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. And the men answered her, our life for yours, if ye utter not this, our business. And it shall be when the Lord hath given us this land that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. 
So essentially, like she had heard of the things that God was doing for the children of Israel, and she had faith. I feel like word of that, that would spread pretty quickly. Yeah, like they, she had heard about the Red Sea. She had heard about what happened to the chariots of the Egyptians that were chasing after them. And, of course, that had been years before that. But she had heard and she knew that God was giving them this land. And so her faith grew. Can you imagine things. hearing about those things and then hearing that they're coming to attack you? Like, oh, <laughs> well... <laughs> rough it was yeah it was but like her faith then um spurred her on to action right so she was like she was willing to hide the spies and and then rather boldly ask for them to save her life like they didn't have to do that but they said sure our life for yours like we will trade um that and then she follows through and does exactly what they tell her to do and i think it's pretty cool that she did, wasn't just worried about herself, but she also wanted to save her, you know, father and mother and her family. And so she does that as well. She brings them into her house, and then they are saved. And she then receives the promise, like the promised land that the Israelites also had received, even though she was a Canaanite woman. So the fact that she was born um, into a, a family who was not God's chosen people didn't keep her from receiving those same promises. She wasn't stuck there. So I just think it's neat that she ended up in the genealogy of Christ. Yeah, and then the next person we're going to talk about was also not an Israelite and also ended up in the genealogy of Christ. And that woman is Ruth, which is also in verse 5. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> The dog just jumped into my bed, but I don't know. It scared me. So there's that. I won't read verse five again, but, but it's there. I read already it. read it. We're good. You just didn't want to read the genealogies. Again. Again. Yeah, because when we did it for Bible study, we split it all up. Mom's like, we're just going to read through the names. It's going to be fine. And then, you know, she made me and Wyatt read all of the names. And then she got the last bit, which has no names. And we're like, you wanted us to read the names. Right. So... It's fine. I wanted you to read them this time. I felt like it was only fair. Anyways, I'm going to read Ruth 1, verses 7 through 17, which says, Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two daughters-in-law with her. Um, and this is um, their mother-in-law, Naomi. Actually, I felt like I should clarify. Um, and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal with kindly with you as ye have dealt with the dead and with me. And the Lord will grant you that ye may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voice and wept. And they said unto her, Surely we will return with thee unto thy people. And Naomi said, Turn again, my daughters, why will you go with me? Are there yet many more sons in my womb, that they may be your husbands? Turn again, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have an husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband also tonight, and should also bear sons, would ye tarry for them until they were grown? Would ye stay for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes, that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. And they lifted up their voice and wept again. 
And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. That Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, I die, and where... And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part with thee and me. So, um, I, I totally just lost my train of thought, but I had it. Um, so here, um, Ruth makes this decision. decision. Yeah, that's the word. Um, to go with Naomi to her land to serve her God to be with her so she you know she left everything that she knew to go with her and just don't lick my bed anyways um, <laughs> did that make any sense <laughs> what you were saying yeah yes okay it absolutely did great yeah, yeah. It, but it was a choice she made yeah we and have a really... choice in what we do that's right and we're not ever stuck where we're at yeah, because both of these women were born into families who did not serve God. And yet, as they grew, they encountered God, each in their own ways, right? Rahab through and hearing stories. And then they were stories. in the genealogy of Christ. So That's I right. Mean, their faith then moved them to be able to receive those promises yes. and be part of God's chosen people. And I just think that's really cool and encouraging for us today because it's the same for us. Like, we may not have been born into a family who serves God already, but we can make that choice to do that. And I think it's interesting. I look over my life. Of course, I was not raised in the church. and And you were. So we both came from different backgrounds. Um, true. But what's really cool about it is, as I look back over my life, like, I had a friend who invited me um, to camp, actually, and that's where I really heard the truth for the first time. But looking back over my life before that, like I learned so many different people who I was kind of in contact with that I didn't quite learn the gospel from, but they influenced me in some way. Um, like I looked at those as like people who were different from the world, and it was like not until later that I kind of put it all together but just those opportunities we have to like reach out to people and maybe help them to change, you know, where they are in their life and to find God um, through hearing his word and believing it and obeying it. So there is always an opportunity to change, to make that choice, to follow God. So let's yep. end with... Yeah, I was about to say, this one was really short. Do we have any more verses? <laughs> We always have more verses. Oh, I did want to mention, too. I almost forgot. Oh, no. That one thing I think is really cool is that, so Rahab ends up having a son. Oh, you did almost forget this. I did. And her son was Boaz, who then married Ruth. So she ends up being the mother-in-law of Ruth. So kind of, you know, the two women that we chose to talk about today. Family. Family. But I just think it's neat that, like, Rahab not being one of the children of Israel originally, right? You know, Mm -hmm. she came in from the Canaanites 
you know, probably was very, you know, much an influence on Boaz to be able to accept, you know, Ruth, Ruth, someone who is not one of the Israelites as well. So I just think that that's kind of a neat little yeah. side point. Yep. Um, so do you want to read Romans ten seventeen? I do. I'm working on it. Okay. I would hand you my Bible, but I'm she scared. Doesn't, she doesn't trust me anymore. Where am I going? <laughs> Romans 10, 17. Okay. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I could have quoted that if I had used my brain. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but in the instance of Rahab, like, she really did grow that faith because she was hearing, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things about God and what he was doing. And so she yes. had faith because of that. And but she didn't just have faith. She had actions. Yeah, her faith then like that led her to the action. So, yeah, and she's also listed, actually, Rahab is, in Hebrews chapter 11, where it lists all of the um, people who took that action based on their faith. And also in the book of James, when it's talking about faith having works. So Rahab is listed in all of those places. Good for her. Good for her. She had a living, you go, girl. active faith. And we can make that same choice to have our faith not just be a belief that we have, but one that leads us to action. So let's do that. Let's do that. You know, it's a good way to hear about God's word. What's that? This podcast. And others like it. Well, yeah. I just only plug our podcast in the podcast. Okay. That's my job. That's how I roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't you proud of me for remembering to squeeze it in there? I am. I thought so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.